and welcome back to the Bantam Unit podcast with me, Reese Saunders. Joining me to go through the Premier League fixtures, as always, is Carl Pierce. Hello. And like a rash that will not go away, it's Liam Hall. Oh, I am the rash for everyone loves. My boys, my boys, my boys. It is so good to be back. And um, yeah, it's been a while. It's been a while since we've all three of us have kind of podcasted together. Um, yeah, sorry about that. Um, I, my, my, my checks would always bounce. And Anthony's now sold his house, but I'm sure it's completely unrelated. But um, yeah, it's good to, good to be back with you. How are you, lads? All right, I'm not too sure what any of that waffle was, was but you know, whatever. You never do, it's fine. Uh, I just, I, do you know what I do, Carl? I just like, I've got him on like semi permanent mute. I just wait to the, I, I listen to the last word of what he says and I go, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. It's the best way to be, to be honest. Oh, it, is, it is. Some of, some of the shit you say. Jesus wept. <laughs> <laughs> but no, no. It, as I said, it has been a while. Um, obviously, you know, some of us have been back to work. Um, some of us take calls at stupid times of the day. <laughs> Some uh, some people like to go for walks in the woods when we say we're going to record. Carl, I wonder who I'm talking about. Do you know? No idea. What are these yeah. calls? I, I just want to know what these calls are because they're so ran. They're so ra- I thought they were work related, but they're so random. The times. Yeah, I mean, let's record I'll... at ten ten p.m. Oh no, I'm expecting a call between <laughs> ten and two o'clock. Oh, okay, okay, Liam. Let, let's record it. Okay, let, Liam, let's record it two o'clock in the afternoon. Oh, really? Sorry, I got a call from two till half four. There we go. Okay, we'll do it for half four. Oh no, that the call's going a little bit longer. Liam, serious question now. Who are you calling? No, it, just, it doesn't matter. We, 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 we don't need to go into that. Is it someone calling you? Is it someone talking you off a ledge? Is that is that what it is? So no, it's it's always it's always legal stuff. It's just one of those, you know. <laughs> put oh, the, ba- put the badges down, Liam. <laughs> I mean, Carl, if they're talking about a ledge, they're doing a, they're doing too good a job. I <laughs> <laughs> think I always get sad with them, but I'm reminded that I'm rich, so you know. It's always easy to come back, really. No, 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 no. You're not rich. We said we were some shit. You're not rich. Your parents are rich. Yeah, you like Tony. You like you like Tony Khan. It's it's not your money. It's your dad's. Well, it's my money to me. You like you like Shane McMahon. Very sweaty. That's the only comparison. Very sweaty. Very sweaty. Look like you smell. Oh, that's not that's unfair. Uh, and you're probably crap at dancing as well. No, no, he is. You've never seen me dance. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I have. I oh, know. I've seen you walk. So that's how I know you. Mate, if you've got no rhythm walking, you have no rhythm dancing. <laughs> my my walk is my walk is just elegant. That's what it is. You just can't no, is it? it. How should you walk elegant? The fact that all four, your arms and your legs and your head all do different things when you walk. <laughs> I'd love to no, say. No, no. He sounds like he sounds like a puppet from Stingray or something. I, I, I float. I float <laughs> on the floor. He walks like a thunderbird. What the fuck's that even mean? Puppet and strings. <laughs> 
<laughs> Honestly, yeah, uh, it is baffling to see him walk. If you don't believe me, ask Assad. Assad will defend. Assad will say he's oh, walking. Assad agrees with you in everything. He's a he's a biased man. Oh no, me and Assad disagree quite a bit. To be honest with you, <laughs> my walk is perfectly normal. Excuse you. It's really not, mate. You, you, you walk, okay, so your bottom half is like, you walk like Bambi on ice. Your top half, <laughs> the top half is Thunderbirds, and your head, I don't know how to describe your head. It's like fucking sloth from Goonies, the way that it just moves <laughs> Can I just leave this podcast at this point? It's, it's, it's just going to be your fucking digs at me the whole time. Jesus. It really will. Do you talk about the legend? That's right. Oh, God. <laughs> Liam, you, you know it's all, yeah. No, it's not. <laughs> it's all meant. Don't worry. Yeah, Liam, I, I mean everything I say to you. <laughs> oh, I know that. <laughs> no, I'm a nice guy, really. Um, <laughs> I haven't been abusive to Carl yet, so you know that proves I'm a nice guy to fifty percent. Yeah, exactly. He's a lovely man. I am. I can't believe you mean to. Oh, I'm only 14. So really, this just reflects badly. <laughs> oh, mate. No, I can't make that joke. I'll tell you after Go on, make it. Go on. <laughs> oh, no, I don't. I don't want to get us kicked off. <laughs> no, oh, no. we're fucking over it... this anyway. <laughs> oh, no. It involves a prominent member of the royal family. Um, so let's journey yeah. on Doesn't to the Premier to League. <laughs> Oh, you were his favourite. No, shop. No. Oh, you're going that way. Okay, I see. Be- behave, behave. Oh, yeah, never mind. Yeah, we- we- we're going to behave. Um, so, we're going to kick off uh, with, uh, with the result from Monday. Uh, last Monday, obviously. Um, you know, no one really wants to care, talk about, you know, West uh, Arsenal beating Sheffield United um, because Sheffield United are shit. And no, one, no one really cares about Tottenham losing to Man United because, you know, Man United are shit and so are Tottenham. We're going to talk about the mighty Premier, the, the mighty West Bridge Albion, um, who in their last game won 5-2 against Chelsea. Very happy about that. I think he's right, OK. We'll come back to the Hawthorne's tough game against Southampton. This was the best I've seen us play. It really is. We absolutely. It wasn't even. It wasn't even. It was nothing. We absolutely smashed Southampton three 0 No, you I were all over them. I I don't get. I don't get West Brom. I don't, I, for half the season, you just turned up like you've been bloody hungover, and then suddenly these last two or three weeks, you've come and you're like, oh, you know what? We can win this. We can win the league, and you don't realize that you're in fucking eighteenth. Yeah, we no, no, we're nineteenth. Oh, it's amazing what can happen though when you you got that freedom where you know, well, we've got to go for it now, and you can you sort of know you can sort of throw caution to the wind because you're either down or well, you you've got to try and win every match. Well, this is the thing: is this really it really feels like the last time we got relegated? Because you look at it, we were last time we got relegated, we were just down and out. Then we got big diving and we win six out of the last eight games and you know it felt like there was real oh we can actually do this and this time it's frustrating as hell because we as as we just said we absolutely dominated Southampton it wasn't even a close game I mean you look at it four minutes in we should be one nil up 
um, Dianya having a head and ruled out by VAR because they didn't have the correct camera. Oh angle. god, yeah, I remember that. That was oh, ri- that was ridiculous. Oh, I was I, I was I was watching it with I was watching it with my uncle and me and my uncle. So you know, watching the t- uh, um, I've got it on the TV. We're watching it and we we were looking around, going, "Oh, okay, okay, we might be a bit off. We might be offside." And then they showed the VAR VAR angle and they're going, "Well, hang on a minute, yeah." Bartley and Dianya are not offside. What have they seen? And then they kept showing they kept showing the camera angles, and no camera angle showed they were off. It was offside, and then they had to say, "Oh no, we had the wrong camera angle." No, they just were not offside. <laughs> so I was thinking, "Are oh, we? We bloody go." Ugh, it just shows you how useless far can be. I mean, if it, if you can see with your own two eyes. Around the side, but because you can't do the lines, we have to give it as offside. That's just ridiculous. It, it really is. I mean, it just shows that. Oh yeah, let let's use the the um the, the world's biggest football league as the guinea pig stage for VAR. You know, really confused me. Didn't they trial this in like China first or something? No, they trialed it. At the what? They trialed it at Club World Cup, and then they trialed it at the World Cup. And then they decided, oh, we did really well at the World Cup. It didn't to bring it into the Premier League. <laughs> so it was how, how how could it go this badly at, at in the Premier League? But then be like, like how the fuck did this happen? I it just it it just baffles me. The more I think about it. Uh, yeah, especially this one. I think this is. I think, uh, this is. Let's be honest. Yeah, this is the most. Uh, this isn't the most baffling one. The most baffling one will be the Brighton one that wasn't a goal. Where we were involved. That's the most baffling use of VAR I've ever seen. This one. It's just this one here. I've got the picture up on my on my on my phone right now. Dianya is not offside. What they've done here is they've got Gibbs and Oxlade Chamberlain situation happen here. <laughs> It's a case of mistaken identity. However, there's one big discrepancy between Dianya and Bartley. And that is Bartley's wearing red boots and Dianya's wearing white. And how they can't see that on the screen baffles me. Well, you but, see, you know, there's a reason for that. Because, um, you know, one of the things that people want to say when they're not racist is they, they can't see colour. So that's the only thing I can possibly think of. I mean, I mean you went there. Um, you know, I I tried to stay away from that, uh, that area. You went there. Um, I just want to put this out there. Liam Hall said this. I mean, it's a criticism of Ben. I'm not saying no. It is no. It is. I mean, the fact is that they they they, they couldn't tell the difference between Daniel and Barley is hilarious. Uh, and another one as well. Is one of them has number seventeen on the back. One of them has five. It's just. But as a, let's, let's, we we don't talk about VAR. VAR is shit. End of. We move on. Because I was thinking, all right, here we go, VAR go against us. We're going to be, it's going to, it's going to knock our confidence. It didn't. We just got better and better. Uh, Pereira scoring from the penalty spot, correct decision. It was a penalty. No, there was no de- debate. Oh yeah, hundred um, percent. He knew what he was doing. You know, took the ball. He knew force was coming out. I'm just going to leave my leg there. I'm going to go down. Very nice penalty put away. Um, and then, but then Diania, um, what a ball by Diania for Phillips. Oof! Ings was sloppy. Gave it to Diania. Diania ran a nice little ball across the uh, across the uh, six yard box. 
Matt Phillips taps it in two nil. He's and been awesome lately, hasn't he, Matt Phillips? It's scary against against Chelsea. He was really good as well. It's scary because Matt Phillips doesn't normally play well. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then you know, and then sixty ninth minute. Well, hey, um, <laughs> Cal Robinson scored his first goal, not against Chelsea. Yeah, um, mad that, isn't it? <laughs> it really is. This is brilliant. Uh, so this is this is Premier League record. He had three in his last in his first forty-one Premier League appearances. He's then got three in his last two. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I don't, you know, I, I, it was just a great game. I, you know, okay, Southampton. You know, the penalty was what a save by Johnston. But Southampton offered nothing in this game, and you would think the roles are reversed. That Southampton were the ones to go for relegation, and we were safe in mid-table. But it's really pissing me off the. We've waited until we're what 30, 28 games into the season to play this well. Pisses me off big time. Seems to be the way it is because now all the teams around you are starting to play good as well. Yeah, I mean, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, you look at it. We've won two games in a row thinking, okay, Newcastle, Newcastle have been playing poorly. We can catch Newcastle. They've won two, their last two, they're nine points clear now. So all this good work that we're doing means absolutely nothing. And then you look. I've got I've got our running here. So we've got Leicester away, Villa away, Wolves at home, some shit team in North London away, Liverpool at <laughs> home, West Ham at home. We finish away at Leeds. Now the way we're playing, we could smash all these teams. <laughs> we really could, but it's just it's demoralising the fact it's took us this long to start playing mm. well. Especially that London side. I reckon you could beat them about six or seven now. I really could. I really could. But I just want to just talk about this game, though. Um, I gave him some stick a couple of weeks ago for, for his involvement in the Man United thing. But Aisley Maitland-Niles, this is his best match I've seen him play probably ever. He was he was really good in the middle of the park. He ran, he ran the midfield. And it's, it's nice to see that he's got that confidence from a manager to put him in that position because he wants to play in that position. And he's actually responded well to that, that, that faith in him. And he won't be at Arsenal next season. I don't think he will. But I think a team yeah. like I think a team I, th- I think a team like Southampton could do really well with him in that middle of the park. He's very he's 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 not you know he's not fast. He's not you know not, he ain't gonna book in spring attacks. But he's very good at reading the play. He's agile, but he's not fast. Mm. Um, he, he sticks to the task very well, which I I I always particularly liked about him. But he's not very good attacking. But he, he's pretty he's pretty decent defensively. I always thought. Mm. No, but he's, he's played well. I mean, you look at it in this game. He had 21 successful passes, uh, 26 passes in the opposition half. Um, we've won. We've won back-to-back games for the first time in the Premier League since May 2018. And only Man United conceded fewer goals than us in our last seven games. Oh wow! Didn't realize your defensive record had been that good recently. That's thing. Defensively, we've we've shored it up. We've done really well defensively. It's just we haven't scored. And now it looks like we found that medium between defending well and we're scoring goals. It's just too little, too late. But I I can't take anything away from this. Was the best I've seen us play this season. But I think even better than the Chelsea game because the Chelsea game was a freak result. This was. The best game of football I've seen West Brom play, and it's annoying that it's took us this long to to play. Uh, but 
yeah, very, very happy with this result. Um, you know, we're supposed to play Leicester, but we'll play Leicester on Thursday and it's going to be, Leicester away is going to be a very, they go for Champions League football. It's going to be a very, very tough game. Yeah, Leicester might be the one game you, you, you struggle on, to be honest. But to be fair, they might underestimate you. And, and, and if you play like you have these last two games, I, I wouldn't put it past to, to put to you know to upset them. I hope, I hope we do. I really hope we do. I'm, you know, as, as as you both said, we pl- we've played really well the last couple of games. We we played well for the la- for the last seven games. Just we haven't scored. Any, we've only scored goals two. But it's it's it feels like we find that medium. But now the teams are playing. I mean, you look at it. I said Leicester, Villa. We've got teams that are. Fighting for, for for places, say in Europe and stuff like. That. I mean, you look at it. Even Villa can go for Europe and they're eleventh stuff like. That. The the such is this season, but um, yeah, very happy with the way they played. Uh, but now we move on. Uh, we move on now to Manchester United at Old Trafford against Burnley. Running out three one winners, two goals by Mason Greenwood and a goal by Edison Cavani. Um, just before we touch on this though. Um, Owen Hargreaves said this week <clears throat> that Manchester United don't need a Haaland or Mbappe because they've already got some of that ilk with Edison Cavani. Carl, how do you respond? Um, he's talking bollocks. Yes, Cavani <laughs> is very good, but he's getting quite hot. He's, you know, he's, he's the wrong side of 33, shall we say, and he apparently yeah. wants to, and apparently he wants to leave anyway. I couldn't stop laughing, but then another one I've seen. So I was talking to a couple of friends of mine, and uh, one of the, one of my friends, he shared a football opinion by someone else he was talking to, and these words came out of his mouth. Are you both sitting down? Yeah. Wow. Okay. <clears throat> Mason Greenwood is better than Haaland and Mbappe put together. What? He he must be a Man United fan. He's a Man United. I mean, I'm a Man United fan, but I don't think that. I I was absolutely baffled by this. How? I mean this nicely. Greenwood is decent. Yes, he's a good player. Haaland and Mbappe are god level. I mean, where do people get these takes from? I mean, seriously. Yeah, another one. Another one I saw as well. Go about Harland. This this is the same man about Greenwood. Harland is only good because he's big. No, okay, no, okay. Yeah, Harland's big. Harland's big for a human. Okay, he's big. He's big for a fucking giraffe. And he's <laughs> he's. I'm sorry. Yeah. To, to, to anyone who thinks that Mason Greenwood or Rashford, that was another one. Whoever thinks that Marcus Rashford and Greenwood are better than Mbappe and Haaland, please just go and bury your head in the sand. <laughs> yeah, football might not just be for you if you if you genuinely think that. Thing is, that's not that's not saying that Francis Jefferson. Well, no, I'm just saying the point. That's not saying that like Francis Jefferson is better than Henri because Jefferson. Oh yeah, I mean that's true. <laughs> <laughs> but no, what was you saying, Liv? Oh, uh, I, I was basically just saying, like, I'm sure, like, they're, they're going to be good players, but they're nowhere near. They're not going to be at that, at that level. I mean, I don't think they're ever going to reach Mbappe's level, no matter what age they're going to be. I should have no, that. Mbappe and Haaland are in the leagues of their own. 
Uh, Mbappe and Haaland is a new Messi Ronaldo. Yeah. It's that, it's, it's that good. I mean, you're not going to have who 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 is going to be Haaland and Mbappe and Mason Greenwood. Yeah, sorry. If, if you think Rashford is better than Mbappe and Haaland, then Jesus Christ. Just they'll be they'll be saying Mbappe's better than Lacazette next. <laughs> oh no 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 no! They'll be saying that Mbappe's better than bloody uh, uh, Parchu Young. <laughs> wow, wow, I have not that name for ages. Harland, Harland, Harland might be better than Marouane Shamak. Excuse me, Crystal Palace Legends. What are you on about? <laughs> yeah. Do, do you know the trial for West Brom? We turned him down. But <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, back back to this game, yeah. So Max agree was scoring two. Cavani getting one. Comfortable victory for Man United in the end. Uh, eight points off Manchester City. They're not going to win. Um, well, the, well, the scoreline suggests it was, but. Sort of watching it, it was uh, they, they gave a good account for themselves, Burnley, and they did equalise practically straight after we scored the opener, which mm. is a bit frust- which is a bit frustrating. Um, I don't believe that their first goal should have been counted out as well. Oh, it's, it's one of his offside things, though, isn't it? Yeah, Liam was saying this, but I missed I missed that because the match started at four and I was still at work closing down the shop. So I missed a good portion of the the first half, unfortunately. Just it open, let people rob it, you know. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, but yeah, I mean, I will say this though, um, you know, Rashford's ball was good, but Bruno Fernandes' dummy was oof. Mm. Oh, it was sweet. Um, good fish by Rashford. <laughs> I found the bait. Found the bait. Got an assist. He's done something, lads. Shut up. Van de Beek did something. Jesus. <laughs> um, but yes, yeah, I said though. So yeah, um, Tarkovsky headering from a corner. Man United just fragile at the back again. Um, We're not very good with headers and set pieces, especially. Um, Lindelof, that is his big weakness, clearing, clearing headers and high balls. Everything, uh, everything is Lindelof's weakness. <laughs> Breathing is his weakness. Um, but as I said, the uh, Cavani scoring in uh, added time in the second half to make it three-one. Um, six games to go. You know, he closed gap to eight points. Um, fifth place game is twelve. I think I think it's safe to say you've got Champions League football. Yeah, we won't we won't catch we won't catch it as much as I'd like to think we could, but uh, we should we should seal second place, and we should definitely seal uh, Champions League football now. I would imagine. Mm, no, I think you've got it now. Now I'll just ask a question um, regarding uh, Henderson. Are you convinced he can be a Man United number one? Uh, yeah, I am. He seems a bit shaky for me still. Uh, I don't know. I mean, the last, the, most of the matches I've seen him in, he looks, he looks quite solid. Although, he, yeah, uh, apparently Liam was saying for the goal he got disallowed, he, he looked a bit shaky. But yeah, the shambles. Yeah, it was. The goalkeepers make a mistake, but as usual, when it's United, everything's highlighted and. To the hilt. We'll have to see. I mean, he was—he was very—he's been very solid in recent matches. I've seen him in. Mm. Just... 
to, to, to be fair to him, he, uh, I, I knew Carl was saying this, but he was wearing a hat later on in the match. I do wonder if maybe the sun was in his eyes. Not to give him an excuse, but I do wonder if that, maybe that was a part of it for the goal. I don't know, because it, it depends where the sun was in the first half, because in, he might not have needed it, that, that side of the pitch, yeah. I don't know. The thing know, is, it was but... such a horrendous miss, I wouldn't really be surprised. No, there was there was there was no sun in the first half on that side. It was in second it was second half because um for, you know first half United um, defend the Stratford end, so that's where the sun was, and then the second half they attacked the Stratford end, and there was no sun there. So it was second half where he had the sun troubles. Right, fair uh, enough. Um, Pogba, I think Pogba had a good game, a uh, good save by Peacock Farrell. I think he's had a good he's had a good couple of games now coming in for for Nick Pope, young goalkeeper from. Uh, was it Leeds? I think he was. Uh, he was Leeds number one. He went to Burnley. I'm thinking, oh, we ain't going to play. He's done really well. Um, but I think, yeah, I think it was just. He, he felt like a very routine Man United victory. Mm, I, I don't know. Perhaps from a neutral's perspective, but you know, as a fan, you always start panicking, especially when you concede straight after scoring. And they, they looked like they had a few good chances to me as well. So. I don't know. It wasn't. It wasn't as easy. It wasn't as easy for us as the scoreline may suggest. Definitely. It's weird. It seems. It seems like the, the the players are more confident than the fans at some point. I, I don't mean that in in to be like insulting, but like whenever they go behind, they 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 seem to have like a lot of like mental fortitude to kind of come back and get the win. Yeah, I mean against Spurs, uh, I thought that was a good win, especially after going behind and having a, a perfectly good goal disallowed. And then Son, who looked like he'd been crippled for life, all of a sudden was able to score five minutes later. <laughs> I have to be honest, I don't know if you've actually played that well this season, but the fact that you've done so well, I think it says a lot about the talent in your team. Yeah, there's been very few matches, I must admit, where we've really sort of set a game alight. But I thought we were pretty good against Tottenham once we, um, you know, once we went behind and started... Um, Getting back into the match, I thought that was a pretty good game, and Pogba, Pogba was excellent in that match. Mm. He has been pretty. He has been really good since coming back, actually, from his injury. I think. I think. I still say this on his. I think on his day, Pogba's probably in the top five best midfielders in the world. I really think he's that. He's that good when when does, they play to his strengths. It's just it's rare that he fucking does these games. It's annoying. Does he stay at Man United? Do you think? No. Uh, I'm thinking, who's going to? Where does he go? Where does he go, though? Juve or Real Madrid? If the reports, if the reports are true, apparently there's a swap deal for Ronaldo and Pogba. Yeah, I've heard something along those lines. I I think I'd rather have. I think I'd rather have the younger man in Pogba personally. Ronaldo still Ronaldo Ronaldo. That's the thing. True, true. Also, I mean, you, you know, you have Fernandez. Ronaldo, Ronaldo, Fernandez together. Oof. I mean, if Ronaldo came back to United, I'd, I'd, I'd be blind. Put it that way. Things so. I can't see Ronaldo come back to United and not have a crowd there. That's the thing. It's, mm. it, 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 imagine, imagine that Cristiano Ronaldo makes his return to Man United and there's no crowd. 
the, the, the man's ego would not take it. <laughs> we'll have to see. We'll have to see what happens. I, I, I think there's almost going out. Is uh, um, it'd be Dybala was another one, but again, he's Man United don't need him. That's the thing. They don't need a player like Dybala. I think they need Ronaldo more than Dybala. I mean, it's hard to take a lot of stuff seriously when with United because there's always so much speculation and we're linked to virtually every player that's kicked a ball and half of it turns out to be nonsense in the end. Dybala. So we'll just have to see what what transpires. But didn't Dybala turn you down last summer? I can't remember now, to be honest. I, 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 know, I know we turned Tottenham down. I think he turned you down as well. So, you know, it's, it's, not, it's not like it's like a one thing like, oh, it's just his mate, he's a player, so we'll just be linked with him. I think it's, it's a genuine thing. But Pogba, Pogba's made it clear. I think he's made it clear he doesn't want to be there. But if Man United win... I think if we secure second and win the Europa Cup, he might just have a change of heart. But I don't know about it. I don't. I I actually think Arsenal will end up winning that. You know, as as mm. daft as that might sound. I I, I don't think we'll beat you in the final. Have to be honest. I don't think we'll get past Roma. I I think you will. You are the most negative little people I've ever met in my goddamn life. <laughs> Oh, yeah, I mean, you can be oh, I don't, oh, I don't think you'll beat my team. Oh, I don't think we'll beat this team. Oh. We're just being modest. That's what it is. <laughs> I spoke, I spoke about football with you a lot now for eighteen months, and no, <laughs> it's not modest. Uh, I think we've just got used to our teams underperforming and letting us down at crucial <laughs> times. Because hey, I was, conv- hey, hey, I was hey, convinced you- we were going to win. I was convinced we were going to win the Europa League last year, and then we ballsed it up in a semi-final. We should have won, so, and we do have this hoodoo with semi-finals. So it, it's hard to be confident. I'm going to put this out there: you have overachieved this season. Yeah, you really have. I think so as well. Actually, I think Arsenal. I think Arsenal have overachieved as well. <laughs> <laughs> um, but we now talk about Arsenal. We now go on to to them and their uh, absolutely. That's all, folks. Form. All right. So, um, Super no. League, right, guys? No, 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 no. <laughs> heroic, heroic display against um, the mighty Fulham. Mm-hmm. Uh, cre- no, no. One minute. Sorry, no. It was a. It was at the Emirates car. It wasn't it wasn't at Cravat Cottage they pulled out a draw. They pulled out a draw at home in the ninety seventh minute. Liam, take it away. Oh. <laughs> See, all right, here's the thing with this match. <laughs> You're crap. <laughs> right. First of all, yes, we're crap. Second of all, I don't really give a shit. Oh, oh, this whole season now just depends on the fucking Europa League. I we could lost six nil to Fulham if we win the fucking Europa League. I don't really give a shit. Saying that, this game was fucking. That's not true. That is not but true. At all. You, you know talk, it. You, no, mate. You're talking about your ass there. No, no, no. I, you do really, care. It, I care, but like, if I had to choose between winning the Europa League and losing 6-0 to Fulham and losing 6-0 for the rest of the games, I would choose Europa League all the way. No, no, no you wouldn't. You know you wouldn't. No, I, 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 he's anyway. so full of crap, isn't he? 
Anyway. Liam, Liam, if you lost... Okay, so tell me, you'd rather lose 6-0 to Tottenham than, than win the Europa League. Well, Tottenham's, t- Tottenham's different. Well, no, we, no. We, we, no. We, we, we've already no, played no, Tottenham. You, no, but I'm talking from now. No, no, no. But you just said you'd rather lose 6-0. You're, no, you, you're twisting my words now, Reese. Carl, I don't think I'm twisting his words. I think I'm using these words right in there, right, Carl? <laughs> Reese, it's like I always tell you, you can twist my nipples, but you can't, you can't twist my words, okay? Anyway. <laughs> oh, God, I'm making your mum I'm sorry. <laughs> oh, anyway. What you two do behind closed doors is your business. <laughs> what, Liam watches me? No, no, shut up. <laughs> yeah, you, you better shut up. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, this Sorry, game Patricia. Fucking, this game is just boring as fuck. To be honest, um, I mean, we we attacked. Didn't we get much out of it? We had a goal disallowed, which is one of those. Yeah, I've seen that. Because I just caught some highlights before we went live, and uh, that that did look quite harsh. Well, it's like his heel was offside or something. It's harsh, something but I mean, it's happened to everyone, so I can't really complain about it. It's just Do what it no, is. No, it only happens to Arsenal. You're you're the most hard done by club in the league, Leo. Oh, fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> just shut the fuck up. Little oh. bitch. Oh, oh. Only, uh, poor little Arsenal. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Anyway, anyway. The only happens to Anyway, we gave away a penalty, which was not a fucking penalty. What's um, VAR again? <laughs> Oh, no penalty, not penalty. I don't really give a shit about the offside one. The penalty was in the penalty, and then Fulham just had. A, I think they had a six at the back at one point, which I don't think I've ever actually seen. I, I don't know if you guys have watched any of the game, but they legit had a six at the back. I <laughs> see. They they lost because Fulham were defending unfairly. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> so many knows. This is why the podcast is fucking ending. And that's brilliant. Oh, 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 Tottenham full of defending them fairly. <laughs> they wouldn't do it against any other team, only against Arsenal. <laughs> Are you done? Are you done? Oh, poor little Arsenal. How dare they defend with more than four players? <laughs> Hello! That's despicable! <laughs> Can I continue? <laughs> Are you done? Yeah, yeah. Yeah? You sure? You, you can have a few more minutes if you want. No, no, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay, okay. Um, all right, so like I was saying, they had, a, they had nine, nine at the back. Um, oh, nah, nine, nah, <laughs> is it? <laughs> Eleven people behind the you'll, you'll be saying you'll be saying Lance Archer was there next. <laughs> big show was in gold. He was too big. <laughs> put it past him. Oh, how, how are you? Yeah, 
But they were facing a, with a hockey goal in the middle of a game. It's horrible. It's the question that's asked to every every single Raw Rumble is how are you going to take care of the big show? Well, Arsenal didn't take care of it until the 97th minute. That's how. <laughs> um, Scoring in the 97th minute. Save us. So yeah, so you had to have 10 hours of extra time to score a goal anyway. <laughs> and you're complaining about Fulham. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. I mean, I I do have to be fair to Fulham. I thought they defended pretty well. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm all serious though. Anderson and Anderson and Tosin have an absolutely fantastic partnership together. They're midfield as well. I like. Is that like and Angoisa? I don't know how to say his Angisa. name. Angisa. He was fucking everywhere. I, I, it was. Could, oh, so irritating. But they were very good. I have to say. I mean, at the start of the season, Fulham looked an absolute shambles for the first few games, but they've really pulled themselves together, haven't they? And they're they're a good little team, really. They are. I mean, you look at it again. Yeah, if they had, and this is no disrespect to Scott Parker, but if they had a better manager, they would not be anywhere near the bottom three. They wouldn't. The team they've got is a mid-table Premier League team. As I said, Anderson and Tosin have really impressed me. Um, uh, Anguisa, Lamina, very good players. Robinson. Yeah, who the fuck is... Really like Darth Vader. Um... (laughs) (laughs) Who? So it's pretty like Darth Vader going... (sighs) Maybe it's me. But... Something, something dark. Side. Yeah, I, I think it's his iron lung. <laughs> no, but I mean, you look at it though. It's, it's baffling the fact that Arsenal can go from winning four nil in the Europa League against a team who possibly better than Fulham, mm. and Fulham. I think Fulham for ninety six minutes of the game defended brilliantly. You say that we should have scored. There was there was one moment where um, Nicola Pepe had a header, and it was he was very unlucky. It it, it, it he headed it well, and it just went onto Ari, like Ariola's foot and just went out. We 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 had moments to win this game. How dare Ariola foot there? If we were luckier, we could have won this game. Yeah, but unfortunately, you didn't. However, the big news. <laughs> <laughs> The big news score from this game, though, is Lacazette with a hamstring injury. If a Lacazette's out, I think that really does hamper Arsenal's Europa League ambitions. Oh, yeah. I, I didn't realise that. Yeah, that, that's yeah. going to be a massive blow. Well, also, I, I mean, I really hope that um, Aubameyang recovers from malaria quickly. Yeah, um, damn mosquitoes. But, I, I, I mean... Yeah, because I, I mean, Enketi is not at a level. He's a good finisher and he's a good coacher, but he's, he's, he's not go. a starter. Where's Martinelli? It's Martinelli. Yeah, Martinelli played, but for some reason Arteta will not play Martinelli up front. He was meant. He was meant to be better than Mbappe at one point, if I remember the Arsenal fans on Twitter. In, in, in fairness, um, Martinelli has to play on the wing. That's sorry. I think that is part of it. But, yeah, um, I mean. Uh, I, I think you, you, you look at it. If Lacazette's out for more than two weeks, three weeks, you're fucked because you've got the return of Unai Emery and that video. Oh, it's uh, yeah, I keep forgetting it's um, to the return of Unai Emery. That's going to be so interesting. 
I, I can't believe Saul put Chris Benoit's music on that video. Oh, <laughs> oh that's the one you're talking about. Oh, no. Jesus. That was brilliant. Um, I couldn't, honestly. But um, do, do you know who sent me that? What sent us that? It was Liam Stewart. Brilliant. <laughs> um, so, um, so, so yeah, oh, yeah, I know another Liam and he's better than you. Um, all Liam's are better than Liam. I, I, I think you, I think I think I mean this now. I think the the bottom, I think the bottom three are the bottom three now. I can't see Fulham surviving. Yeah, me and Liam were talking about this the other day, and uh, West Brom can keep on winning, but unfortunately, the teams above you keep winning as well. So it's just you've just left yourself too much to do, unfortunately. And that's what I said to you. It's frustrating that we would get there, but as you said, you, you need results to go your way. And yeah, okay, we're winning, but again, results are not going our way. Unfortunately, yeah, yeah you couldn't even rely on Arsenal to beat Fulham for you. Good job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I wouldn't rely on Arsenal for fucking anything to be honest. No. With <laughs> God, can you imagine relying on Arsenal to win a game? Jeez. <laughs> Um, but talk about Arsenal. You're not like world beaters against Slavia Prague. I mean, it's, a what, what it's, a, it's a different team, though. It's a di- Slavia Prague on more. I know, I know. I, I think there was an. I, I think there was a motivation thing for that. Yeah, game. yeah. 100%. Just, I just. I want to say three words. Fuck Slavia Prague. Hmm. And Lacazette is a. I mean, when he that just that stand that that is an fantastic picture that is of him in the centre circle kneeling with the arm in the air look he, he looked directly at them yeah because he, he makes it he makes it purposeful to step forward towards them like before he kneels down in, in fact I was going to ask you guys this before we, before, before we started recording do you think that image should be um, in our hall of fame as a serious one um, we'll get to that in a minute yeah yeah, fair enough. Because we're, we're, we're nowhere near there, and Liam has just shot his load already. I know, he's, he, he can't oh, help himself, can he? Oh, um, continue. Yeah, you've always got to come early, ain't you? No wonder you're single. But, um, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> but no, Wait, That's like the least harsh thing you said all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's in a very I'm... serious relationship with a badger now, I'll have you know, Reese. <laughs> Always still in the gangbang with Scott's mom. <laughs> no, just she's, don't. She's for don't set. Don't set me off, Reed. <laughs> we can start. We can seriously not stop laughing for about five minutes, couldn't we? When <laughs> he came out with that, <laughs> I was crying. I was crying and struggling to breathe at one point. I was laughing that much. The, the, the worst thing is when he said it. I had a super pop and I smacked him. <laughs> <laughs> so like, I was, I was more, I was laughing at that. I was laughing at the fact that you said Scott's was in a gangbang, and I was just there going, "What the fuck do we do now?" <laughs> well, it wasn't, it wasn't Liam who said it. He wrote it down, and it was, it was Scott's delivery of it that was, that was so brilliant. No, no, but it was me. It was me who said it. Oh, it was you who said it. No, yeah, because Scott wouldn't say it to Liam. <laughs> Liam said it. <laughs> Yeah, it was, it was that round where we had to make up answers. <laughs> <laughs> we, we, we had to guess the film. Oh, that was it, yeah. Scott's Thompson. And the best thing about it is Scott doesn't listen to the Bantam Meeting podcast, so we can say whatever we want. <laughs> <laughs> oh. she, does, she, she does have a good arsehole in fairness. 
So. Oh, I'd smack <laughs> that all on the floor. Smack <laughs> that. Give me some more. I have. <laughs> still didn't give me anything, still. All right, let's move away from Scott's mob. <laughs> never move away from Scott's mob. Sorry. This will be, this will be the one time he decides to listen to the podcast. <laughs> Scott's mom has got it going on. <laughs> Stop it. So, um, shall we talk about Arsenal um, now? Some big news in the world of football came out today. Um, 12 clubs from around Europe have put plans in place to form a breakaway European Super League. Um, so these teams include Liverpool, the English contingency is Liverpool, Manchester United, Arsenal, Chelsea, City and Tottenham. Um, then you've got Atletico Madrid, uh, Real Madrid and Barcelona from Spain. And then from Italy, you have Juventus and the two Milan clubs. Um, I oh, We spoke about this before we came on air and we should have saved it for when we came on air, but Liam just wouldn't shut up. Um, <laughs> that was my fault, okay. So is your fault. Um, so it's been launched as a rival to the Champions League Obviously, the Champions League is the is Europe's premier cup competition for teams around Europe. This has been formed to rival it, and basically, this is now a power play between these twelve clubs and Europe. Effectively, it feels this is it feels like Brexit again. Um, Nigel Farage is in charge of negotiations. <laughs> um, uh, but I mean, you look at it. Yeah, so the new league has uh, these. These are some of the things coming out from uh, Sky News City editor Mark Kleinman. Uh, he said the new league includes staggering sums of money that will be handed to participating clubs. About five billion has been committed to this new project by the American bank J.P. Morgan, and this will come after European clubs' finances have been hard hit by the coronavirus pandemic. So, okay, I, I. Do not agree with this one bit because this will ruin domestic football for the leagues, for, for the leagues that these teams are going to leave. I mean, we, we spoke about this before, but you look at it if you take the six Premier League clubs out of the Premier League, even Arsenal, as shit as they are, <laughs> it, will affect, it will affect the Premier League. But, and I agree completely with what UEFA and what the footballing associations have said is they will remove these from domestic competitions if this goes ahead. And uh, Gary Neville put it perfectly. He called it a disgrace and he's called it a Premier League to punish the six teams that are involved. Um, he said, put them in the bottom of the league and they take all their money off them. It's uh, They don't deserve to play in the Premier League and so on. And why should teams like Arsenal and Tottenham and you'd like to be in there when they're not even in the Champions League this season. I completely agree with him. And I I, I don't see this happening. And then again, I do. What are your, what are your takes on it? I'll start with Carl. Well, I, I, I think, it, as you say, it's a very cynical way to try and... Make this make some very rich clubs even richer. Um, I just I don't see it. I, well, I don't know. I can't see them getting it off the ground. To be honest, uh, they'd be they'd be going against 
every every other sort of footballing authority, if they do try and launch this thing, UEFA are against it, the FA against it, the Premier League are against it. Apparently, even the Prime Minister and his uh, opposition have very recently come out and spoken against it as well. And you know, if Labour and the the Tories are in agreement or something, it must be <laughs> it must be bad. I mean, it's not even them. You look at Spain have said, the Spanish Football Federation have said it, um, mm. Liga, Italian Football Federation, Serie A, have basically said that they that, that they will condemn the clubs that have done it. Um, big praise to France and Germany uh, for basically saying they don't want any part of it. Because I do think if they had the backing of, say, Bayern Munich and PSG, mm. I genuinely do think this would have took off. I'm surprised PSG haven't. Um, I'm surprised PSG hasn't hasn't joined. To be honest, P- I mean, P- you know, people slag off PSG, but PSG, they do care about French football, and I don't think they. I mean, you look at. I, don't, I mean, they are the premier French club, and they've they've got all their money in the French thing and stuff like that. Whereas, uh, uh, Bayern Munich thinks that I think Bayern Munich are the big ones to not do it. I mean, mm. arguably, arguably the best team in Europe. Arguably, I mean, right. I know they got knocked out of the Champions League, but you know, last season they were just imperious. Um, it is, it's a cash grab, and I said this to you two off air. The fact that, and now the fact I've confirmed it now that an American company won it, this feels like such an American idea. Yeah, hundred percent. But saying it, it, that, I don't think the I don't think the um, UEFA's ideas for this uh, rejig Champions League is the answer either. To be honest, the things that the things that I've, I've read through the Champions League things it is effectively a league. That's the thing, though, isn't it? Mm. Now, so what's the difference? Then? That's the question. Well, it, the, the effectively scrapping the group stages, aren't they? Are just having a league, and then whoever finishes eight, uh, top eight in the league, that goes into the last sixteen. Yeah, it doesn't make sense because they've already played each other possibly twice already, anyway. So, I mean, I, I don't know. I I can't see that taking off either. No, I think they'll split it up because apparently they're going to have thirty-six teams. I think they'll split it up. So. So you have ah, two, right. I see. You'll, you'll, so you'll have two different leagues, and I think this, if if they're going to go with this, scrap the seeding thing because it, it, it's it's stupidness. Yeah, you can't seed it if you do that. And if this is the case, tell these clubs they can fuck off out the Champions League, they can fuck off out their domestic cups and domestic leagues. They don't get any prize money, and I know I said this to you, but those teams, those players that will say, okay, I'm going to go and play. Uh, in this Super League, you should not be allowed to play for your country because if you're going to abandon your country's league, you should play for them. Rugby do it. So Rugby Union do it. The, the um, <clears throat> biggest thing from this, so that I don't think you two watch rugby, um, there's a player called uh, Delon Armitage and he was playing for Toulon in France. He was He was the best player in the world, won that award. And yet he didn't play for England because he played in France and the English authorities <laughs> refused to pick him. That's stupid. It's not stupid. It's basically saying we want the best players in our league. 
But then, what, what, what if he, what if he falls in love with someone in in France, or, or what? If, oh. What if his family's in France? What, why can't he fucking perform in France? All his, all, mate, all his family were in England. His brother played for London Irish, and his wife was English. I know, but theoretically, well. just because someone's in, just because someone's in in France, why why does that matter? Uh, because this is the thing that they're not okay. So French rugby, English rugby, very different. Yeah, right. And also. All the English play, they play against each other, stuff like that, and also the, the camps and stuff like that. He, I, I'm sorry, it makes sense. You want the best players in your league. If he's the best want... player, if he's the best player in the world, if he's the best player England have, I think yeah. it's stupid that they wouldn't pick him because he's playing in another country. Yeah, you don't do it in football. I mean, a lot of teams would, wouldn't. If football did it, for instance, a lot of nationalities wouldn't have their best players because they often play over here, don't they? Well, no, no, this is the thing. I think it's. I just. I think. But the, I'm just saying, though, if this happens now, if they form the Super League, basically they're saying a big fuck you to their domestic leagues. Why should they get rewarded for playing? Oh, for yeah. Them? I, I completely agree. I think the Super League non, nonsense is ridiculous, but uh, I still find it hard to believe that the Premier League would, uh, if push come to shove, would ban them, as we were talking off air, would. Uh, kick them out of the league because they're their biggest cash cows. Money and viewerships would go down drastically without those top six teams. If it was only one or two, I mean, you could get a, you could get away with banning one or two, but all six of your top teams. I just, I just don't, I just don't see how you could do it and still hope to make the same sort of money. Thing is, football is just pure. It's just pure capitalism. It's just going to keep getting bigger. Everything is. Rich, you, you can keep saying football is, and we make that argument, but everything is. Every sport, every, well, exactly. everything's, everything's based around money now. My, 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 my point is that, you know, people are slagging this off, and, you know, there's a good point. But, like, I, I know why. But it's going gonna, it's gonna to keep happening. It, it, just because this, if this doesn't get off the ground, people are still going to look for new ways to kind of make more money and make the rich, like, the fat cats fatter, you know? It, it's just... I don't really see the point. It, it just... It's going to fucking happen at some point anyway. It's not. Well, It'd yeah, be interesting to like see what the, the players of these clubs really think about it, because, uh, you know, they're not saying anything about it, and perhaps quite rightly so at the moment, but do they... Um... Uh, do, do the players agree with it or not? I'd be very interested to know what their stance on it is. Um, the, the, the thing is, they they won't say anything. That's the thing because no, they're that's, saying anything, that's they'll, they'll, I mean. they'll jeopardize. But then you think that's the you think is you need that you need a player to come and say no, we don't want to do this. Which is what Bayern Munich mm. have done, which is what Pierce is. The basis said, we don't want to do it. And it's, I mean, I'm sorry, I mean this nicely. It's pathetic that Arsenal and Tottenham are going to go there. It's just, it's just money, though. Like, I, but again, I, I knew you were but well, they know they can't qualify for the Champions League every season, don't they? So <laughs> yeah, it's, their, it's their way, it's their way in, basically, isn't it? It but, is, but, but they're still, they are still, I, I know you're going to disagree with this, piece, but money talks, they are still big clubs. Yeah, but this and is the thing. They're still valued very, very, very highly. But this is the thing: is how much they're going to be impacted playing in a league that doesn't have any relegation or promotion from it. And the fact is, that I'm not being horrible saying this: they're going to get fucked up. 
Of course they are. They're going to get money. And that's what matters to them. Can we, I mean, okay, okay, let's get money and let's get absolutely spanked. Okay, I can bring the Formula One. Do you think, will, will, I mean, Carl, you agree with this shit? Williams, they've even admitted it, and Haas, while watching Drive Survive, how pissed off are they with the fact that the, the money mm. they get off? They, it, it, and the, from, from coming last, okay, yeah, because they say, oh yeah, we're there in the thing. They don't fucking like it. They like, like finishing last. Yes, they get money from it, but they don't like it. Uh, perfect. They, they, okay, what would I rather? Okay, what would I rather do? Make money, but get fucking spanked every week, and lose my best players. Because let's be honest, if they get spanked every week, those teams are going to say, "Oh, we're going to take this player, this player, this player," and then you're going to be left with a shit team. And then Arsenal <laughs> will be the whipping. Arsenal Tottenham could potentially be the whipping boys of the the Super League. It, yeah, I mean, I can see it being it. like the same. The same couple of teams winning. It's probably going to be the you're like your Real Madrids and your, your your Manchester Cities, isn't it? Let's let's be honest. It's different when you're on the outside looking in. If you if you see that money and you, you don't you know you see that money, you don't think about getting thrashed every single week. Yes, you do because you're looking at Formula One. Oh, well, you should do. You should do from the outside. Okay, okay, okay. So you're telling me. Okay, so you're telling me on the outside, you'd be happy to see. You'd be happy to see your city get smashed. Oh, no, but we're making a load me. of money. But we we finished we finished bottom with no points every season in the Super League. But money. at least we've got all this look, money. Look, it's not about me. It's about bloody Stan Concrete, Stan Cronky. And if he sees money, he's gonna go for it. That's the thing. It's not about the fans. It's just all about the money and all about the people. Yeah, well, that's the worrying thing, isn't it? You are, you are right to a degree. That's the worrying thing. But that's, that's... how it's going to go. Because they, 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 they just want more money. Because Liverpool and Man United are supposed to hate each other, but apparently um, the owners of, well, not the owners, but um, Woodward and top execs of Liverpool have been meeting, meeting up for dinners and planning this for. For ages, by all accounts, it's it, look, look, looking from the outside and stuff like that. It's pathetic to, to think that this could happen in football. It's stupid. It shouldn't. It shouldn't be happening. And football, football should not be about all about money. It should be about um, kicking off at three o'clock and watching your team mm. play football and stuff like that. I mean, I can't be fucking asked. About, I mean, I, I say this now, I've said this to you, to you both. I'll give you a rat's ass. What league, the West Bromley, and shit like that, I'll support them and I'll follow them wherever they go. But this Super League thing, it will completely ruin. It will, it will ruin some fans because not every fa- you're not going to sell out fucking everything because it's, it, again, the cost of it would be ridiculous. And the fact that the prize money is five, five billion. The Premier League rights went for more than that, so they stand to make more money in the Premier League. I mean, playing in Europe should be a bonus based on your finishing position in your domestic league at the end of the season. It shouldn't be a privilege because your Arsenal finishing 10th and you've combined with some other rich clubs to form a breakaway league. It's elitism. Mm. It's, it's elitism at its finest. It's, it's, it's 12 of the biggest clubs in the world going, fuck you, like, we're going to do what we want because we can. I mean, the worry is it turns into some sort of prolonged Mexican standoff as these clubs and uh, governing bodies sort of get into a you know bit of a power struggle. It really is. And again, to bring it back to Formula One, look at how... OK, look at how Red Bull kicked their fucking... the, the dummy out of their pram when something mm. happens. 
Yeah, look at what Ferrari do. Look at what it will happen. And this is this is what these teams are doing. They're kicking their, they're, they're throwing their toys out of the pram because they know because they know it's going to get reaction from from your wife or something. Like they, they're basically holding your wife to ransom. But what? <coughs> sorry, but what your wife are doing? They're not fucking. They're not breaking. Your wife are standing firm, mm. which is what you want to see. You want to basically say, "Hang on a minute, yeah, we're the fucking governing body. We we are in charge. You can't say we're going to do what we want." Because you've got name value, this this will get serious when FIFA get involved, and it'll be whoever FIFA backs wins. Well, I think they've already come out and said they back UEFA. I'm sure I they I've, have. I, I, I don't think I've seen anything from FIFA, but I'll, I'll have a I'll have a quick. I mean, I'll have a quick look after this, and then um, I might be wrong, but I'm sure I saw something. Uh, oh, oh, sorry, another thing I'll just see for FIFA is Set Blatter will not appeal again, ban imposed last month because you are a <laughs> di- you are a twat. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, if FIFA come out and say something, then then we know where this is going. FIFA staying quiet, and they're going to probably like try. This is the state. They're staying quiet. They're going to probably let your wife deal with it. If your wife then come to FIFA, FIFA basically, let's be honest, FIFA will sign this off. Everything goes through FIFA. So it's all depending on where they stand on it. So if FIFA sign it off, then you wait for a bugger, aren't they, basically? Basically, yeah. Basically, if FIFA say, okay, it's fine, you're out for a fucked. But if FIFA say, well, this isn't happening, then. The, the, the 12 teams are fucked because let's ah. be honest so gone they're, they're gonna get let's, let's, okay these 12 teams have said oh we want to do what we want are, are they gonna be welcome back with, with open arms no get, I, I, I genuinely do believe there's gonna be sanctions put on these 12 teams I really do it'd be interesting to see I, I'm not too sure when push comes to shove because, as I say, these teams are worth so much money to their domestic leagues and to the champion and to the European leagues. I just don't think they'll they'd risk not having them competing. Personally, I mean, look at City—they were supposed to have a big ba- a big transfer ban and stuff for breaking financial regulations, and then that was all dropped and brushed under the carpet at the end of the day. I think FIFA, no, I think the city did get banned, or they paid a fine. Yeah, but it was it was nothing to what it should have been at the end of the day. It was a slap on the wrist, really. And Chelsea had theirs overturned, didn't they? But Chelsea still couldn't sign anybody for two years. No, they, got it, they year, got, got it overturned. They got it overturned. It was it was eighteen months, wasn't it? But I mean, you look at it, but they they have stuck to Barca. When Barca did it, they had two years. Madrid had it as well. They had theirs banned for two years. They they. They are consistent. When they, when they want to, they will do it. And I genuinely do. I don't think they'll kick them out of the leagues or anything like that. I reckon they will dock them points and they'll fine them or something like that. I don't think they'll dock them points. But just Probably. They might move. fine them. Some, but it might yeah. it might be just a token slap on the wrist fine, I think. I think it'll end up being, personally. Hmm. So, so just to move on, though, from this, I don't think it's a good idea at all. No, I'm not saying... I think it's a good idea. I, I, I'm dead against it, mm-hmm. but I just know what these governing bodies are like when push comes to shove, and their ca- and their cash cows are involved. And uh, yeah, they might they might make a token punishment, but it, I don't think it'll be anything too severe unless they really do try and 
breakaway, and then then things might get serious. It depends how determined these clubs are. Ooh, this past me as morbidly like curious, like what would happen if they actually did go ahead. There's a part of me. I don't think. Obviously, I don't. Hopefully, think... we don't find out. Find out, and they'll yeah. see sense. But you just, you just don't know that they are powerful clubs that, uh, you know, would, you know, you do feel would try and go above their station. Yeah, I, I mean, well, I mean, you know, I mean, the hypocrisy. Uh, anyway, it doesn't really, it doesn't really matter, really. Yeah, well, I think that's, that's a nice place to, to leave it. Um, so then we move on now to our favourite segment of the podcast. He's our father. He's your father. He's God's father. He is the <laughs> Um So um, I, I'm just going to say I won because I did. Um, <laughs> I don't. I don't. I, don't I, I think I did win didn't I, last one. I so, can't fucking remember now. If I'm honest, neither can I. All right, so uh, my wow, one, that good? Uh, it was yeah. So uh, my one I'm going to pick this week um, is it's a serious one. It's a serious one. I'm going to pick Swansea City uh, for their social media ban in uh, their social media blanket ban um, to uh, coincide with all the racist abuse that's been put on there to basically boycott social media. Um, to combat racist abuse and everything like that, which is absolutely rampant right now in football, which is disgusting. Um, so yeah, my, my pick is the boycott on social media because they don't do fuck all when it comes to racist abuse. I imagine that was a thing, to be fair. Mm-hmm. I think Swansea did it, Birmingham did it, there's another team that did it, and I can't remember who did it. But those two, those two, those two are prominent. Hmm. Carl? Okay. Because uh, I was a bit rushed and under underprepared. I'm going to have to figure something on the spot. Uh, I'm going to say, because I know what Liam was going to say, so it's a bit similar. No, you, you, you still if you want me. I can do it. No, 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 before. no, 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 no. Well, I was going to say the... Um, uh, no, I, I won't say that because it, it'll ruin Liam. So uh, I don't know. Um, choose, 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 um, choose Judex. Fuck it. <laughs> well, let, let's face Liam ruined his already by shooting his load. Mm. You know, Carl, you can have mine as I shot my load, you know, and I'll choose something else. It's only fair. <laughs> well, I, I, I was just going to go for the three Arsenal players that did score it because you were going to, you mentioned Lacazette doing his. Pose thing, and I, I was going to say the the Arsenal player that did score against Slavia Prague to a big fuck you to them, you know, to Slavia Prague for mm. being racist, and they always seem to they seem to get away with it these these teams because they bury their head in the sand and uh, deny deny it happens or try to. Yeah. Good, good, good choice. I think. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I've kind of ruined it, but basically, Lacazette, you know, kneeling down in front of the Slavia Prague players and basically saying, "Fuck you lot for standing with this racist bastard." Um, but I also want to give a shout out to the Dulex dog for absolutely ruining Tottenham um, oh, on the announcement of their partnership. <laughs> 
That that was brilliant. Really? Yeah, I've not. Uh, I've missed this. What what what's this? Oh, I'm gonna, um, hang on. So so Ju- Julex Ju- Ju- and not Julex Julex and. Uh, <laughs> That's something completely different. Really. I know, I know. They're they're, uh, they're they're in a partnership together, and they they said, "Oh, they'll paint their trophy cabinet." The, the only thing that's missing things, the trophy cabinet or something like that. And <laughs> they they had to apologise to top. Yeah. So, so, someone asked well, for for telling the truth. Someone asked the dog can play centre back, and Dudek said that he might do a better job. <laughs> All right. Okay. Oh. I, think, I, think, I think we're a bit, a bit serious. With these these Patrick picks. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna say a one that we, we is universally gonna be in. It's Scott's mom's gangbangs. <laughs> oh yeah, hundred yeah, percent. Definitely. <laughs> so Scott's mom's gangbangs. <laughs> just just Scott's mom. Uh, I don't know how she handles it. To be fair, so fair play to her. Yeah, man. I mean, she's a fucking red raw man. Oh jeez, you, you, you didn't see last night, did you? What's up, guys? First. Paul Scott's dad could be one of twelve people. That, that's that's a big trouble. Fuck you. All right, I'm gonna put it out there. Me and Liam had nothing to say in this. One. That was all, Carl. <laughs> Carl, Carl, we are throwing you under the bus. We do not care. Um, uh, team Godfather was nice while it lasted. <laughs> All right, let, let's pick one. So we've got Lacazette. Um, we've got a social media band. I'm so sorry, Scott. I didn't mean that. <laughs> He's not listening. It's fine. He's brilliant. 12 <laughs> He's dead. <laughs> All right. I think it's pretty unanimous what we're going to go for, isn't it? Scott's mum. It's, it's, no. We've already gone there. Um, Everyone's it, gone there. Yeah. That, no, that was Liam. <laughs> oh, no. This this is a catastrophe right now. Um, no, no. So I think we're all in unanimous decision what's going to be. I, I'm, I'm voting Lacazette. Yeah, yeah, me too. Just, yeah. Um, just fuck racism, basically. Mm-hmm. It's one of the best anti-racist statements I've seen in football. And I, I'm not. I don't. I like to think I'm not just being biased as an Arsenal fan. Yeah. But you know, I stand by what I said. I think Slavia, uh, clubs like this, um, you try and turn a blind eye to these things. They, they need like one year bans from competitions and stuff because fines and whatever just clearly aren't working. Mm. Um. So it's just some news. Um, apparently, there's going to be an announcement at half ten tonight regarding the Super League. Oh wow! So, so um, we're going to be waiting for for that at half ten. Yep, stay um, with us for an hour while we just rumble on waiting for half ten to come. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk to you guys for that long. Oh, um, no, but you know, <laughs> nah, it's 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 been a pleasure. Lots I've missed this. Um, but before we go, let's do our plug. So, uh, Liam, we'll start with you. Um, like me, you can jo- you can join me in plugging Scott's mum. Um, <laughs> you can condemn me for my little joke. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, so you can find you on Twitter at Scott's Mum eighty one, and um, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll see you next Thursday, lads. <laughs> Carl, you can you can find me at Carl underscore fire. Carlos, I've lost, I've just lost it. I, I just can't. I can't think. Carlos underscore fire eighty at Twitter and Instagram. You can find us at Rogue underscore Opinions. <laughs> Uh, Twitter and Instagram, and um, yeah, you, you know, our other pods that we do. Reese is doing a, an F1 pod, uh, which is well worth a listen. Me and me and Liam do the Rogue Chronicles about villains. Me and Scott used me and Scott used to do a Mandalorian pod, but that 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 could be no more. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. And uh, you can find me under Scott's mom. Now we know what we have to type of this episode now. <laughs> He's a, you, you do know Scott is actually on the quiet and avid listener. <laughs> is he is? He's not. <laughs> please say he is. Please say he isn't. <laughs> Uh, you can find us all at Scott's mom's house. Um, uh, no, you can't. She's already, she's busy with fucking Leroy tonight. Um, you can, oh, I'll stop now. Uh, you I, can think, find, I think we've got a bit too far. Yeah. Sorry, Leroy. Uh, you can find me at Twitter at Sons, our Sons like 95. Uh, and yeah, boys, it's been a pleasure as always. Thank you so much for being here. Until next time. Goodbye. <laughs> Bye. Goodbye.